terror. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> And now I'm not muted. Welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you live at mid... Get attacked by a bug. Welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. And when I'm not getting attacked by a bug, we do a different topic each night. And why is this being so weird? Did that just... Okay, it's green. Okay, so my computer's been a little weird. Do I have anything extra running over here? Okay. Uh, each night we do a different uh, topic, and on Fridays it is the weekly wrap-up. So we look back at the week. All right, this fly is trying to be nuts, but I killed everything. Uh, we look back at the week, and we attempt to uh, focus on the things that are focused on what our Second Amendment protects. So uh, I am debating whether I should have turned off a fan. I've got this bug flying around here, so I apologize up front. We're going to have at least some distraction here before too long because as soon as i started i could hear that fan starting to squeak again okay so we go live we go live at midnight eastern which is actually only nine o'clock for me but it's midnight eastern and we do that so that we're live midnight you know, overnights so we don't have to worry about uh smashing into somebody else's established time slot as far as the live shows that happen on youtube but also so we can spread out and we can do long format shows when necessary, when able or necessary. And we definitely have to turn off that fan. So I'm going to give you a quick commercial for a show that we do on Saturdays tomorrow with Clover and Tony. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions all right so uh we go live at midnight so that we can uh run the show long if we need to and so that we're up at a time when the people who are resetting the world getting everything ready for tomorrow cleaning everything and doing all the work that everybody takes for granted uh, so that we're live for those folks so we do appreciate the 148 patreons that subscribe to what we do this project and quite a few others that keep those projects online that give us time to work on these when we can and uh, again, we'll be talking about that more in a moment here. So we do this live. We keep a quarter to a third of the screen. The part that I'm wiggling right now is the comments. So anybody that's up this late at night, thanks for joining us. And 
Uh, thanks for being part of the interactive nature of this internet that we enjoy. This isn't a television show. It's not a magazine or a radio where all you can do is read it. Maybe show it to a friend. This is internet. You can participate in it, be here live. We have a poll. Uh, I've arranged with YouTube to have our poll be free. So there's no charge for this poll. Go over there and vote how you think this week was for 2A. Was it a great week? Was it a good week? Was it an okay week or was it a bad week? We've already got 11 votes and right now, great week is winning. Good and okay are tied for second with 27% of the votes. And bad week does not have one vote. That's interesting. I'm wondering why everybody thinks it's a great week. Because we didn't get pummeled? That's sad. That's victim mentality. So we'll discuss this a little bit more. But I'll, I'll encourage you to vote on that one. And we'll, uh, we'll discuss this in the future. Let's go say hey to everybody that's joining us live. If you're listening to this as a podcast or one of the listen to this in the future with a uh, video on one of the different platforms, uh, feel free to, to wake up or stay up, I guess. Wake up, depending on when you're awake. Uh, join us live some night. DJ may or may not be out there, uh, but he was the first one to say hey earlier this evening. Uh, Carolina EDC, we are getting ready to do the show. So that was a little bit earlier. Ron is out there. Chris from 740 Barbecue. And G23 all showing up. And then we've got uh, Guns. Oh, I'm just saying water. And then uh, Hillbilly. And whoever this is. And I don't know how to pronounce that one. And then, all right. Oh, so if you don't see the poll, that's a good point. We do broadcast this on two YouTube channels, the Daily Gun Show YouTube channel and the big one, the Gun Websites YouTube channel. So that's where I put the poll, mainly because I'm lazy. Sometimes I play with it and I have a poll, separate poll on each one, but not tonight. We also broadcast over on the Twitch. That's where the little kids play the video games because, you know, we want to spread the word. That's the whole point of this show, as, you, as I will mention here in a moment. You'll see that what we're really doing is celebrating the good work that others have done this week to focus on our Second Amendment. Let's dig in. I post all this information on many places, starting with the description of the video that we're in right now. So the problem is YouTube doesn't let me format this at all. All I can do is put in hyperlinks and words, maybe a space or two. Uh, but it only also gives me 5,000 characters, and I needed a lot more than that this week. So this is an abbreviated version of everything over here. We're going to take the first link, which takes us over to our blog, which is our Patreon. And uh, this lets us format it. Thanks again to this 148 people over here. I'm going to zoom in so you can see them all. There they all are, all 148 of them. Thank you for subscribing to what we do. It gives us a chance to, to do what we're doing right now, as well as everything else we're doing. So what we're going to look at here is, um, again, what people have done this week that's been focused on 2A. My goal is to really not just focus on YouTube. However, I spend a lot of time listening to YouTube, so a lot of the stuff is YouTube. But whenever possible, I'll link to things that are of value off off the YouTube platform uh, or that come from other sources. So starting off, uh, we had three, and I personally had three interviews this week, uh, two, th two with other people and then one was, I wasn't interviewed, I guess. So we had uh, Sharon on earlier this week on Monday and then uh, KD was able to join us yesterday for a discussion about Greenwood, uh, a facility he's building in Georgia. It's pretty awesome. 
then um, we've got, uh, oh, and then I was on the Rapid Fire radio show, a pre-recording of their radio show that'll come out in a couple of weeks, I guess. That was a lot of fun. They use a different recording service or software than anybody else I've, I've worked with before. It's actually a pretty neat one, a pretty powerful one that you would use if you had like a remote camera. I know that people used them back. Well, I know that the TV stations used them back in the day. I did a little bit of consulting work one time for some people that were using that stuff. It looked a different version, but super interesting. Uh, anyway, so I got to see what their show is like behind the scenes a little bit, which I was, like I say, pretty interesting. Sorry, killed it, I think. So as far as two-way news, I thought it was pretty slow this week, uh, and it looks like pretty much everybody took the week off, and that's why I'm going to probably rank this as barely a good week. I mean, it's good if we don't get whaled on, I guess, but I'd like to see us, when we're not getting attacked, use the strength and the, like, the anger of being pissed to do something about it, right? Move the ball the other way. So I'd like to see us do something. Uh, but, uh, you know, whatever. I guess uh, everybody's allowed to take a break. It's not like it's Christmas or nothing, though. Come on. We, can, we could be doing stuff right now. It's good weather. People have got time. Come on. Let's do it. Uh, so let's talk about the things that are out there. As far as I know, HR 1808 is just sitting there. Um, but I have heard a couple of weird things about what might be going on. And, uh, well, I'm not here to report on it. But as far as I know, it's just sitting there. We've got the Granata versus Healy, which is uh, the FPC lawsuit in uh, Massachusetts, a challenge to their handgun roster, which was originally filed in 21. It had been dismissed earlier this year, and then it is now uh, re it's been appealed. So it's uh, challenging their roster in Massachusetts again. We also have Boland versus Benita, which is the California Rifle and Pistol Association's challenge to the California roster. That one was just filed at the beginning of this month. Then we have the ATF uh, bump stock ban was challenged on the 10th, and the ATF won on that one. Ben Shapiro said a bunch of stuff, and that got everybody all spun off for a while. He's some figurehead kind of news reporter or something. I don't know who he is. Rare Breed Triggers um, moved to dismiss, and I believe that was struck down. I'm not sure, but we got Rare Breed, Rare Breed Triggers, that company, in the news this week. Uh, Crump had posted about this credit card processor. Avalon had backed down this week, so that's nice. We've got Second Amendment Foundation filing a case in Minnesota. That has to do with the 18 to 20 year old infringements on not being able to buy guns. That started on August 9th, or that was filed on August 9th. And then we have the Attorney General from Montana, along with 16 other states attorneys general, suing the Biden administration over the rules on receivers. I don't know how many people were focusing on that. I only saw one thing focusing on that this week. And then Smith & Wesson being singled out for not joining with the other firearms industry um, people in front of the testimony to Congress or to the House or whatever that was a while back. So, um, you know, they're getting singled out. So that's some of the stuff that I saw in the news this week that has something to do with guns. It's also National Shooting Sports Month halfway through the month, and except for Gabby Franco and maybe a couple of others, I haven't seen too many people focusing on that. 
uh, when we do this show focused on Instagram, we do that on Sundays, a version of this show. We do it at noon though, so it's easier to deal with. Um, we'll probably talk a lot more about shooting sports in that one because I follow so many people on Instagram that are into shooting sports. I don't really follow anybody on uh, YouTube that's except for combat shooting or practical shooting. I don't watch any sports on YouTube. So uh, then we have the US Capitol switchboard operator here, which again, it's frustrating. I'm gonna have to vote good week at this point because again, we I think we're losing an opportunity here to really bother the, the, the representatives, really let them know that 1994 type of situation is possible and looming over them. Uh, we don't create that fear in our representatives by standing around and not doing that. So I think we uh, could be calling our senators at any time, making a big deal about it, sharing it with others, encouraging people to do it. Here's what I put in here. <clears throat> we do not buy a rifle and then shoot one round and think we are done. We understand that it takes repetition to achieve results for any skill set, right? If you're going to buy something, you can, you're going to have to learn how to use it. Well, civic duty is similar. Civic meaning our duty as a civilian, I think. I don't know where civic comes from. It's either that or the car. Uh, we keep at it. And we learn more each time we contact the representatives. I do. I'm super old. And every time I contact them, I learn something different. It's not like I get a little star or something. But I, I, I get a little bit more experience every time I talk to one of them. How to call them, what they're going to do. I, I get different feedback from their stupid reps. Keep in mind, my senators are Democrats. So, you know what I'm saying? They don't really care about my phone call. I'm with a lot of people in that realm. I know some people go, oh, well, my senators are pro-gun, so they don't need to have my call. I'm going to refer you to a bunch of people who can set you straight on that. They require your positive phone calls in order to prove to others that there's overwhelming interest in these matters. When we sit silent, they don't have any resources. They don't have their resource, which is phone calls and inter, you know, inter interactions. So keep at it. We learn more. I didn't know that a long time ago. I knew that because I'm talking to people all the time who do this stuff and then they relay the information, right? We learn more each time we do it. I just said that. Practice, learn, adapt, and improve. I mean, do you do that with rifles or shotguns or handguns? Or do you just buy things and sit them in a drawer and take pictures of them? Or buy new grips for them and that's how you shoot better? You put a new slide on it and then you shoot a lot better and then you put a new barrel on it with some kind of nitrate, right? So uh, then the next step, maybe the most crucial, especially when you look at it big picture, you got to teach others how to do it. And if you ain't going to teach them, at least do it in front of them and shut up about it, right? You can, you, I don't know, how many things did you learn by somebody sitting there and telling you about it? Your mom probably told you some things, but everybody else just did stuff in front of you and you figured it out. So do stuff in front of people so they can figure it out. Uh, if you do things silently, stoically, guess what? You're not helping nothing. You're not teaching the next generation. They don't know nothing. They're used to having everything explained to them, right? So be an example. All right, that's my preaching in the beginning here. I think we missed some stuff this week by not having enough attention to uh, what, what we're missing by doing nothing. I don't know how to say that better. All right, we post this. All this stuff that we're going to be talking about, we just got started. We're going to be sitting here for at least an hour. 
Uh, so hopefully you brought something to drink. I've got some coffee here, so I should be able to last the entire hour. Uh, I guess I'll go over and see. Sounds like people are having a conversation out there. People are asking a question. G23 said it's the only channel I don't have a link on. All right, I think I can fix that. Or I don't know what channel he's on, but I'm going to give him a wrench. Oh, no, he's got a wrench on this channel. What's he talking about? I'm not going over to the other channel to throw wrenches around. But um, let's go over and see what people are saying just so that uh, I catch up because it's distracting. There are people saying things, and I haven't been able to read because I've been reading over here. Uh, let's see. Fast track the assault weapons ban. Both sides have until the 28th of August to respond. Okay, I guess I missed that one. Uh, do, do you, don't we have a new infringement on CCW? I don't know about CCW, but we have the new um, receiver definitions coming up. That's supposed to be coming up in this month, right? Uh, the Senate is sitting on it, yep. And Texas is suing the ETF to remove, I didn't hear about Texas, unless you're talking about the same thing, the attorneys general. I heard it as Montana started it, but uh, I'll look into that one. Um, one of the projects we'll be working on sooner than later, hopefully, if I can get, well, actually, hopefully sooner than later, is uh, a new Every Second Matters project where we'll, we'll do this portion of this show and just that's it every week. Um, so Texas suing, I'll have to catch up on that one. Uh, can barely keep up with 2A News from... Meredith, yeah, that's the issue. That's one of our challenges, right? And it's a, it's a responsibility as an individual, but we also have the, you know, the freedom to, to support each other in this attempt. And it would, it would actually be pretty foolish for us to try to do it all ourselves individually. It's just a waste of time. So uh, there's been some attempts throughout the years to, to filter it all down and, and offer it. And uh, done in different ways. Like I say, we're going to be attempting to do that again here sooner than later. But uh, it is difficult. And I think that's one of the things that, uh, one of the elements to this, one of the angles to this, one of the reasons why they're sending so much anti-gun stuff at us right now. One, I think it's because they know they don't have many more opportunities to use this stuff. It's, it's perishable and it's expired. So they're throwing out some stuff just to, to make a mess. That's the other reason is to distract and to keep people um, off, you know, from 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 doing anything else. If you cared about pick a, an an issue, you know, the any issue, uh, economy, immigration, overseas, uh, international, something like you pick a pick a thing. You're not worrying about that because you're worrying about guns, and that's accomplishing a goal for them. So I think one of the reasons we have so much of this stuff in the news is that. But the good news is that uh, there's a reason for that, and it is because they got so many other things going on, and that's one of the reasons I'm frustrated because it's a good time for us. It's actually the best time I've ever seen that I can remember or that I'm aware of for rolling up our sleeves and addressing their issues, eliminating the the the, the uh, ways that they're able to uh, have any success, uh, success, which is through. Uh, people's inexperience and unawareness of guns. And we can solve that by letting people know about guns and then challenging the misconceptions and the marginalizations that have taken place. So we really, it's ours to lose right now. If we sit and do nothing, nothing will happen, but we can definitely change things. So 
The fact that we have a lot of 2A news to keep up with is frustrating, but it's also an indication. Uh, and I don't know, I'm not saying I'm 100% right all the time, but I'm pretty sure it's an indication now that this is a time to, to strike. This is a time to fight back. New York does have, does, does I heard anything about uh, what that means? So I missed the Smith & Wesson thing. That was on Cape Gunworks. Oh, if you heard, missed it, I was just saying that they got singled out individually for not uh, joining with the firearms industry earlier last month, actually in the last month, to uh, get yelled at by a bunch of people, political theater. Smith & Wesson didn't show up, so they got kind of yelled at by their state senator, and their reaction was to move everything except revolvers out of Massachusetts. So... Massachusetts lost a thousand something jobs, I think. Uh, most of us are over on the gun websites channel. Sorry, I, I do it on both, mainly so that the one channel keeps its video, but uh, sometimes I'll play with that, but not always. Uh, you don't need to go either way. It's the only wherever you feel like going. Um, and that's probably where he doesn't have the link. And I can just drop a link if that's what we're trying to do. There's a link to the gun websites one. It's probably in the description, actually, but I don't know. So, uh, oh, since I'm over there, let's take a quick look. We got some more votes. Now we've got 35% for OK Week, and now Great Week and Good Week are tied at 29%. So am I ragging on the week? Got people to change their votes, maybe. Uh, let's see. My congressperson is Cori Bush. I don't think she's going to care no matter how many times I call. Again, you don't care. Are you trying to change people's minds or are you, you trying to participate in the system of government that we have? Our system of government is constituents with representatives who have a system in order to establish rules and to remove those rules. So we can't just go, oh, the person doesn't like me because who gives a shit if the person doesn't like you? You, you have to, to participate in order to have your voice heard. Do you go to the voting place and go, well, I hope that the person who wins this likes me, or I hope the person who hang handles my ballot likes me. Uh, I don't go to the range and go, I hope that person with nine millimeter likes me. You know, some people you just got to know you're not going to be friends with. Um, but I'm getting, we're getting away with things here because let's see, whatever. I don't know what that means. Going through here a little bit more. Do, do, do if you want a gun then on youtube at least by being a youtube channel member over on the gear websites on the gun website side you will get eventually a little kalashnikov to play with so people that are on the youtube side who are channel members can post a little kalashnikov so there are guns over there um don't chew it into the shape of a pop tart or we'll have a problem we do have a collective voice for sure. And when, how do you use a collective voice? People go, oh, I don't like the echo chamber. I don't like preaching to the choir. Well, that's what people that have never sung with anybody before. Cause you can't, again, you're gonna go buy a rifle and a bullet and now you're some kind of expert sniper, right? We know the reality there. So we all know the song, but does that mean we sound good singing it together? I don't know how bands work, but I'm pretty sure they have to practice all the damn time, right? And they have to adapt to things like somebody, I've seen the Brady Bunch, so I know that they got to adapt to things like 
dude changing his voice, right? Or his voice changing. So come on, we got a lot we can learn from the Brady Bunch here. We have a collective voice, but it takes an effort and it takes practice. And so you're going to sing together. Okay, what are you going to sing? A song, right? So maybe the song is let's stop New York's infringements. Maybe the song is let's all stop what's going on in New Jersey. Once we've got some songs in our in our inventory that we have accomplished, hey, we've sung those songs pretty good together. We've done that and we've done this. Let's now sing a song about Minnesota and quit their whatever they got going on. And then once we got a pretty good idea of how we're going to sing together, we go to California and we start helping those 7 million gun owners out. So yeah, I think we do have a collective voice and we have an obligation to learn how to use it. Otherwise, we've effectively been useless to the next generation. But I don't want to scold anybody on a Friday night. Uh, let's a good shows on a Friday night. Okay. Uh, oh, there's other shows going on. There's probably a bunch of stuff happening live right now, but this is the most two-way of them. All right, that's great thing about this two a group of people. We can all share what we, do, what we know to help them. All right, so I'm probably spending too much time on the comments. This isn't really a live show, so I appreciate everybody showing up live. If I'm missing anything super important, feel free to repost it, but I'm going to start digging into the actual show. So my point here or my goal here is to focus on the stuff that's um, focused on 2A or what's what's protected by our Second Amendment and to promote some activists, some people you may not know about, and some organizations that are worthy of getting stuff out there. And by that, I mean I'm going to post it on the YouTube description, of course. We talked about that. I'm posting it over here on the Patreon blog, of course. We also have a Substack, which is sort of like a nerd blog that gets distributed to all the book nerds over there. Then there's a newsletter. So for people that like email and don't like listening to stuff, some people can't handle sitting around for an hour plus listening to somebody blab about 2A, but they can read it, right? Maybe on the, on the train, I don't know. Then you've got the uh, video, which you're watching right now. So we put it in those four formats, but as I kind of alluded to, I think, that we'll take the audio of this, make it a podcast. We'll take the video of this once it's rendered, and we'll shove that all around the internet. The main goal is to put all of these links, actually all of these boring links without any images or whatever, on all those different platforms and all those different social social places out there. And the stuff we're about to be talking about gets linked out there to all those places. And that's really our goal. We're, we're big over here on YouTube, so we can be a big channel pushing out links from our big giant channel. We're littler on the other platforms, but that way we're we're continuing to put out roots and continuing to put out um, you know, smaller gardens out there with all this kind of good stuff to give them both reach and hopefully people that find them some awareness. So let's dig into daily gun show number 1,365. So if we did a show every single day for 365 days, we'd have to do a thousand more shows to keep up, to catch up to where we are right now. We're 1,365 episodes into this thing. So let's take a look. First thing I like to post is Locked and Loaded Latinos. They do a show on Sundays, usually. This show was two hours, 22 minutes long. That's pretty 2A, actually. Um, they're a couple. They're young. They're out of Florida, and they're into the video games. They're, uh, they're re like relatively new because they're not that new anymore, but they're uh, newer than some. 2A activists, and they're coming at it from a couple of different unique ways. 
Uh, they do a long format show. It's two plus hours, and they do it together, so it's not a, a mess. It's actually a pretty decent run show, and I highly recommend it. They've done some traveling around the country to, to experience the events and to meet people, and I've uh, kept a pretty decent head on their shoulders. I've watched a couple of ch channels out there come and go since 2009 when I started on YouTube, and this is one that I recommend at the top of my list every single week. And I don't, they don't pay me nothing. I think I pay them five bucks a month out of my Patreon's money. So they're a pretty decent show. And if you want a finger on the pulse of what's happening, I think you could do a lot worse than spending a couple hours with them on a weekend. Speaking of awesome things to spend your time on on a weekend, we've got uh, Brooke Cheney, who's been doing all kinds of different projects lately. But the one consistent, one of the consistent projects she works on is keeping a focus on suicide prevention. So each Saturday evening, uh, she go live. She's she goes live and offers some quick and useful uh, facets or tools to approach the concept of the uh, issue that two out of every three firearms deaths are suicide. So anybody that wants to use that number, the number of firearms deaths against us, depends on they exploit those suicide numbers for lots of reasons. It's useful for us and important for us to understand that. And Brooke brings lots of different uh, opportunities to, to learn about that and to, to bring that up in conversations in appropriate ways and to really get awareness out there to some of the heinous things that are used in the name of gun control. So uh, with that being said, this was a pretty decent one. This one was about 20 minutes long and uh, talking about some new support services that are coming online. And uh, in addition to that project that she does on a consistent basis, Brooke has also been in, in interviewing uh, firearms instructors. And this week it was Annette Evans. And I'm sure most people are probably not familiar with Annette Evans because you're not training nerds. However, there's an interesting layer or an interesting facet to firearms community is our training community training started what was the first training people that are used to the tactical quiz are going to know that our first formal firearms training ever in the world was dueling ways to learn how to duel and to duel the right way because before there was any other laws guns were invented and then people started dueling so first there was dueling laws and then eventually there was military laws and because they got enough guns to be in the military and then you had marksmanship and then eventually you had people come from the military to police and then from military and police to civilian and then you had sports and the, the evolution there in that evolution you have those first people that delved into civilian concealed carry and some of those first instructors are where annette did her training and instruction at a time when it was still not easy to get instruction and she's uh, the same way that some people are really into competition shooting or some, some people are really into, um, I don't know, collecting. You know, she's into instruction and CCW, uh, so it's just this concealed carry realm. Uh, very knowledgeable and just a super fun interview. Uh, the way that they can kid around, they've broken and Annette have known each other for 10 years so they can and in this interview, they, they, they fool around, they just like have fun and then immediately turn serious. But they're so comp competent in their 
the the stuff they're talking about um, that it really shines like how well uh, their so their their knowledge of the subject matter really shines through. Really cool interview to watch. I've said in those comments of that one, and I really mean it. I hope there's a second version of that because uh, it's neat to see two instructors that are CCW instructors for females that have had such time on the clock having fun. And it's, again, think of the people today who are getting online with their new gun, have these kind of ladies to look up to as role models. We live in a different world. 2022 is different. All right, the next thing is bullet points, NSSF, National Shooting Sports Foundations. I like them, I hate them. You know, they're our second biggest organization under the NRA just over the one that makes $16 million and no one even knows who they are out of Colorado and get fires people for discovering that they laugh about making $16 million. So bigger than that is NSSF, but NSSF does stuff like they're useful. They're an industry liaison and they, um, I can only rag on that because I have patrons. If I had to be beholden to sponsors, I would never be able to rag on that organization because they'd come after me or my sponsors probably. So uh, NSSF, though, puts on SHOT Show, in addition to being industry liaison and running SAMI, which is the Small Arms Ammunition Metric Association or something. So uh, this was actually a pretty good four-minute video, maybe the best four minutes of video this week, and I'll bet you nobody watched it because it probably doesn't have any views. Uh, it's kind of boring, but it's super interesting. It's basically like reading the bullet points up here, except not quite as many of them. Uh, so I'm giving a kudos. I also will rag on NSSF whenever I feel like it. I will give them kudos also because they're necessary. They do good work. And this is definitely the good part of the good work they do. And now we're going to talk about maybe the most impressed I was this, this week of content that went out there. And it blew me away. I didn't know it was coming. And I had not seen one of these before. So I don't know if this is something that they've been doing for a while or if this is new. But uh, the National African American Gun Association, NAGA, um, not to be confused with another organization that brings in $16 million a year, and does nothing for the community. But this organization did their town hall live for two hours. And wow, I have I'm almost I always put in the Virginia Citizens Defense League into our review whenever they do one of their town halls. And I've always said that the Virginia Citizens Defense League blows me away. They do the best online membership out there. They really do a good job. The MAGA town hall was like the fancier version of that, like the better version of it. So it was really good, really well done. Can't wait to watch the next one. Super stoked. In fact, I joined MAGA during the thing. It's like 35 bucks. So if you're interested in joining the two-A, national level two-A organization, consider joining the National African American Gun Association. Turns out you don't have to be African American to do it. And they're cool because they, well, one, their town hall was awesome. Go watch it and you'll see what I'm talking about. It just was like really well done. And uh, like they just didn't even deal with any of the drama. It's really good. Uh, or any of the BS, like the BS was just gone and the drama was gone. It was all 2A. The thing I like about NAGA is they are a bunch of local gun clubs. And it's like an it's a national association of gun clubs, really. And that's what's cool, because each of those gun clubs can do what they need to do 
for the community, for the location, for the people that join it. You know, it's all more than grassroots. It's like boots on the ground. It's like what needs to be done wherever. And that's cool. Instead of being like, um, here's our national level protocol. Everyone do a version of this. This is everyone do what you want and come together under this umbrella. I really think that's neat. Um, we need to hold ourselves accountable when it comes to the face American. Okay. Um, talking about, don't know what's going on. And Gary's show and Georgia Shooting Connection. I know Georgia Shooting Connection. I've heard of it. I've heard of Gary and I don't know Hillbilly up. Is that a gun one? All right. So going back to it, um, the next thing was riding shotgun with Charlie. He did a one hour. I don't think he's ever been able to do that before. He did a one hour riding shotgun with Charlie extra ganza because it was a whole bunch of ladies that he uh, um, met and I guess conned into driving around in his car. It was a little weird. Like the first lady, um, I'm going to call them girls because I'm way older than most of them. But uh, the first lady, was apprehensive about going in and doing it after she'd stood in line and got there and everything. But then I think the way that he said it is they talked her into doing it and she's like, all right, I guess I will do it even though I'm apprehensive. And then Charlie's like, first let's go drive around. <laughs> so he takes her around and, and interviewers before she goes shooting when she's apprehensive, then takes her back. They go shooting and everything. There's a little bit of video of them shooting and then drives around with her again to talk like after action. So super cool, but I can't imagine how weird that would be for someone who's like, well, I'm kind of apprehensive, but I'm going to show up and do this anyway, and then find out that you got the spotlight on you and all that. She seems like she had fun doing it, so it's interesting. Definitely a different riding shotgun with Charlie experience than the others. Um, so next, uh, I'm going to change gears. I didn't know where to put this one because it's real and it's uh, important, but it's not really 2A, but it doesn't matter. So James, if you don't know, has got a terminal disease. So his kids went on and gave an update on that. <clears throat> it's not tough to watch. They're upbeat, but, you know, he's got a terminal disease, so it's pretty shitty. Anybody that doesn't like James doesn't know he's a fucking hell of a good, good guy. Pillar, <clears throat> pillar of the community. Awesome human being. All right, so like I said, that's a hard one to put in there. Next one is... Uh, Professor Yamane. So definitely switching gears on this one again. I never know what to, you know, I have like following this guy. He's interesting. He's fixated. He's obsessed with the National Rifle Association. And in this video, he talks about four of the books that he's read or that he recommends about the NRA. He also recommends the podcast that I recommended a while back that Tony Simon recommended. So there was a podcast on guerrilla capitalism, I think it was called. Is that what it was called? Guerrilla capitalism. And it was uh, kind of an NPR like, I think it was like six part, six hour long thing. It was really hard to listen to because it was a lot of this hey, we're going to go to commercial, and this is what we're going to say after the commercial. Hey, we're back from commercial, and this is what we said before the commercial. So there's a lot of that, and there's some weird commercials in there, but it was still six hours long, and it was not that good. It was okay. It was interesting to hear a bunch of people rant about the NRA who got no idea about the NRA, but 
it was just a bunch of people who don't know nothing about the NRA complaining about something they don't know nothing about. So it was interesting, but it was not actually accurate necessarily or all that good. Uh, and they definitely hate Wayne and that kind of stuff, which is fine. But anyway, so there's four books here. Uh, we might, I don't know, depending on maybe barbecue wants to do something about these uh, four books, but uh, I'm guessing they're, well, they are what they are. Next, we'll move on to uh, Washington gun law. So there's a bunch of different lawyers out there. We've got celebrity lawyers now in 2022. That's a thing. Internet celebrity lawyers. Uh, the one in Washington, I think, pretty seems pretty cool. I haven't heard anything. Have I heard anything bad about this guy yet? Um, except for, you know, they're all lawyers and they're sometimes just posting stuff just to post because I like to post stuff. And then sometimes they're posting useful stuff that can be useful all the time. So this one is about the uh, Hearing Protection Act. And it's, I'm going to say it's an it's a example of posting just to post because there was nothing important about this, nothing relevant. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I mean, if, if they're posting just to create hype and waste everybody's time, it's a bad thing. If they're posting to reiterate important elements, and they do that when it's not urgent for something else, then when are you going to do it? you got to do it at some point. So this one was worth listening to. It's eight minutes. If you don't listen to it, you're not going to die. But if you listen to it, you'll know a little bit more, at least from that guy's angle. Again, that would be an interesting conversation. I wish there was a lot more two-way conversation because uh, this is the kind of topic to have a conversation about. Listen to that eight minutes and then discuss it. Speaking of that, I've been in 2A for a little while, paying attention to it, doing this kind of thing. And you might think, oh, there's nothing this guy can learn about 2A. And you might think, eh, 2A is pretty big. And there's a lot of people paying attention to it. So there's nothing that can possibly be new about 2A anymore. Not in 2022. Everything's been done before. Everything's been figured out. Nothing is new. Well, guess what? Where is the Second Amendment motorcycle organization? What? Yeah, where is the Second Amendment organization for motorcyclists or motorcycle enthusiasts, right? We don't have one. So this is a video just to make a video, I think. But it gave me the idea that we don't have a motorcycle organization. I kind of think we need one. Uh, motorcyclists, you know, they got some motorcycles. They go around doing the whatever. Have motorcycle shows. They pop wheelies or whatever. So... I think we should have a motorcycle organization. Um, they, they even think, you start thinking about it. We got uh, biker type of motorcyclists. You got off-road motorcyclists. You got your four-wheeler, if they call themselves Michael motorcyclists. Uh, let's see. A couple more people joining in this evening. Good evening. Uh, next up is... Um, Firearms Policy Coalition has got Craig Deleuze doing morning coffee with Craig. Uh, typically, when he's on with the uh, Plate Society podcast, he'll say something to the effect of, if you'd like to see morning coffee with Craig be every day, then let the Firearms Policy Coalition know that you're interested. So Fred Craig is a Californian. Um, of all the people I know in 2A, I mean, there's some old people that have been around before him. But of all the real people I know in real life, Craig has been around longer than me. And that's not that many people. 
So this guy's been around for a while. I think he's older than me, although he looks way younger than me. So I don't know what his deal is. But he's an actor. He's been in like movies and stuff. And he's the head of couple, like three organizations in California. And, uh, and then he does the show with Mike uh, on the regular. And now he started doing this coffee with Craig again. I like it because he typically brings on the one lawyer who wears the hat all the time. And that guy kind of gets straight to it. He doesn't fart around or whatever. So when these guys get together, him and the lawyer from FPC, uh, they do a pretty decent 15-minute rundown without getting too worried about anything. So pretty decent if you're interested in it. You can support Craig by calling FPC and say, hey, use some of that one point something million dollars that you get, even though that's less than any of the other national level organization, and uh, get Craig on every day. Maybe if I didn't rag on these national level organizations for not being perfect all the time, then they would give me some of that, a slice of that millions of dollars. Uh, let's see. Should Let's see. Oh, and then the topic this week was, should nonviolent felons have Second Amendment rights? So I figured... Uh, I did give KD your info, uh, G23, and then I'll send you KD's info here in a minute. But uh, you may want to talk to Craig and have him on. Uh, G23 does a long format show on Saturdays uh, over on the YouTubes focused on guns and often Second Amendment topics. He has people on to do interviews and stuff. So Next up is Crump talking about this letter from the ATF. I know this came out technically like eight days ago, but I'm throwing it in here again because I don't think too many people paid attention to this. Uh, an ATF person left at 18 years on the clock. And I mean, it depends on when you started. 18 years ago, I don't know if they had 20-year retirements. Back when I was in, you couldn't even get 20-year retirements. You had to wait 25, I thought. So I don't know if 18 is really just a couple of years from retirement or not in the, well, I don't know what it's like in the ATF actually, but um, uh, even still 18 year and then quitting, resigning, you, you're assuming he's going to resign because he's not happy. But if you listen to what he wrote in that thing and uh, you don't filter it out as it's just a bunch of politics, some heinous shit. He has some heinous accusations and, uh, I'm surprised more people, maybe I missed it, but I'm surprised more people didn't uh, cry sky is falling over that one. Uh, let's see, a lot of clubs would maybe accept a patch. Tons of veterans who don't ride. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, adopt a patch. Okay, now I got you. Uh, so then I seen Reno May finally. He was on The Reload. The Reload is a podcast that is, uh, it's like a newsletter slash blog slash TV, like YouTube video. It's an hour long YouTube video. They write it up as a blog and then you can subscribe to it. Um, it's all right. I, I've got, our Patreon support what we do and we support, I use Patreon money to have a subscription to the reload so we support the reload i don't always like the reload sometimes i don't like the reload but this week i got to see who reno may is because everybody's always telling me i gotta watch reno may and i never have so now i've seen reno may he was on this show and then uh thing is they spent the first half of it i talk about cycles all the time i talk about revolutions or pendulum swings 
things that go around come around. People say stuff like that. If you don't pay attention to history, you're going to repeat it. I don't want to talk shit because it's not necessary. But what these guys were talking about at the beginning, Reno May and the guy from the Reload, they sat there acting like, and I'm assuming they were not acting. They were saying stuff that they were experiencing for the first time that is happening for the third time that I'm aware of. So it maybe is happening for the fifth time without getting into more details than that stuff that they're happily reporting on as if it's finally happening. Is that the way to say it? In other words, Reno and the guy from the reload were, were like happily talking about something that was going on as if it was happening for the first time. And in reality, it was like the third or fifth time that this has happened. And you just fill in the blanks with the names. Frustrating as hell. And it's difficult. I imagine this is what it's like for grandparents to watch grandkids do dumbass shit. So it's like, hey, you know what? I know not to do that. You should know not to do that. Well, you don't know that until you get burned, right? So it's frustrating. So it's an interesting show, I guess. You get to see who Reno May is. They talk about the case that is the one case that we are talking about in California, the, the challenge to the California roster. And then they talk about the some of the stuff about California and what goes on. Pretty interesting. Frustrating, though, if you've been paying attention for any amount of time, especially to YouTube. Oh, frustrating to listen to. Um, Ellen Anker, what are you talking about? How do you get the little picture? Um, those are, no, that is just in the uh, YouTube pictures down there, whatever they call those things. So somebody that's actually putting out content that is useful, trying to offer something that uh, may or may not already be out there, but offer something to people that might be looking for it, is Barbecue, putting out more of his, I don't know what to call it, series, where he's kind of doing some of the basics. I'm going to call it his basic series. Um, what is a bullet? So pretty cool. Uh, I don't like that he's got a actual complete cartridge flying through the air like this, but I don't know. Let's see. Next up is Chris does a, a show on Friday. We got Chris out there, I think right now. He may be out there right now. He was out there a minute ago. And uh, Chris and G23 do a uh, host a show on Fridays. No, excuse me, on Wednesdays. And they've been doing this reloading series. And uh, yeah, it's fun to have a real conversation to listen to that's constructive and interesting. Even though I don't reload, I know enough about what they're talking about to be in find interest when they talk about like a new way of doing something or like a new device every once in a while. Especially with 3D stuff, there's a lot of stuff that uh, comes up that wasn't around years ago. Uh, so that's something you can listen to any Friday or when I keep saying Friday, any Wednesday afternoon. Uh, well, afternoon for me, evening for probably most people. Uh, then we've got Barbecue or Echo, who also hosts live conversations focused on reloading often. Uh, had a couple of shows this week, even though he's supposed to be moving. Imagine it's almost like he doesn't want to move and he's ready, you know, ready to drop everything and do something else besides getting packed up, but helping people out, talking about uh, reloading. 
6.5. So if you're interested in reloading, either one of these two channels worth going to, or I guess that what they were talking about, Georgia reloading connection. I think it's what it's called. I haven't, I don't live in Georgia, so I'm not allowed to listen to that show. Then we have uh, Sand Hills did a show on Thursdays. Uh, does the Get Off My Lawn podcast, which he should rebrand because there's at least like four other podcasts named Get Off My Lawn when you try to search for it. But uh, whatever. This one was Why Do We Bother? I didn't, I don't think I heard most of this one, or did I? I'm trying to remember. But uh, I'm always, uh, I'm never a fan of the Why Do We Bother type of conversations, personally. Georgia Shooting Connection. Thank you. Uh, then we got the mouse party. So on Wednesdays after our tactical quiz that we host at midnight on Wednesdays is the mouse party. That's a non-scripted, non-topic conversation, get-together, late-night, overnight uh, conversation. Now, often it talks about guns and sometimes Second Amendment stuff, but not always. Uh, this week, this week I invited uh, uh, Sharon in. So Sharon came in and we chatted uh well, for two hours, so we had a good chat. Uh, I post this one just to post it, I guess. Not condoning nothing, but we got the Liberal Gun Club annual meeting showing up or coming up here in October. So number one, you know, Liberal Gun Club is what it is. But number two, whether or not you like them or not, they got an annual meeting that they've been doing for a while now. I guess they've had a two-year hiatus, but now they're doing it in person again. But they're doing it like uh, so for one, you may or may not like the liberal gun club, but now you know that they are actually getting together and doing stuff. So you cannot like anything. I don't like nine millimeter, but guess what? People keep shooting it all the damn time. So I could sit around not liking nine millimeter and ignore it all I want. But guess what? PCC carbons came out. Stupid 30 round magazines came out. Right. Can't do nothing. So be aware of stuff that's happening and. Hopefully others, not me, but hopefully others will continue to reach out to the people in this club and mend the rifts that exist because uh, I haven't watched in a while, but the last times, last couple of times I've tried to watch their stuff, they get very, very angry about things that I don't understand. Very, very angry about things that I, I completely am 100% certain Nobody's trying to piss them off, and they get really pissed off about things. So that part is really frustrating, and you can only do so much on your side by existing. If someone's going to get pissed off that you exist, all you can do is let them keep moving, right? Like, you know, I don't know what you're supposed to do. But anyway, they have a meeting, and for those that are interested in the group, check it out. Uh, October 7th through 9th, it sounds like it's a good time. If we listen to um, Lara when she describes the liberal gun club and its reason for existing, like one of their pillars is this annual get together, the, the camaraderie and the, um, the opportunity for uh, meeting up with like-minded folks. Uh, and then again, I'm always championing the girl with the gun and the, um, the ambassador Academy and train and learn and all of those things evolve and adapt in a positive way. So, is this going to get together and evolve and adapt in a negative way? I highly doubt it. So let's give it a few years, just like a fine wine. Maybe in a few years, their, their fine whining will turn into something else. 
I'm allowed to say that? Did I just piss off a bunch of liberals by saying that? But oh well. Maybe if they don't whine about things that nobody did to offend them, then it wouldn't happen. And I'm just saying, I've been to more than one of their meetings and they get mad about things that people do not do to offend them. Next up, let's talk about things that won't offend you. That's black powder firearms. Uh, Pot of Gold Auctions has all kinds of cool stuff from pinball games and slot machines and uh, casino games of other types and things and jewelries, that kind of stuff, pawn shop type of stuff, things that people have from estate sales, I guess a better way to say it. A lot of uh, taxidermy now, like a whole bunch of taxidermy. I tried taking pictures and video of it because the dog was sitting in the middle of all these like crazy like African mounts and stuff. So it looked like she was stuffed. But uh, she, every time I take a picture of her, she moves. So I got bad pictures of it. But they have a ton of cool stuff up there. This auction next Tuesday on the 16th will have no regular firearms, but a whole bunch of black powder firearms. Uh, and then they've been posting some different videos uh, featuring some of those. I've, placed, I've posted a couple of pictures. I think that's a couple of videos also of stuff that I just happened to see when I was up there visiting a couple of times ago. And uh, some of that stuff is coming up on this Tuesday's auction. This particular one he's holding up in the picture is that under firing one, which is super neat. The trigger guard is the hammer spring. It's also the sear. There's three parts to that trigger and hammer. The trigger, the trigger guard, and the hammer. And that's how that gun fires. There's three parts to the hammer and trigger and trigger guard. That's it, those three parts. So the way that those three parts interface with each other, create the force and the mechanism to slam the percussion cap. And it's underneath of it. So it's an under, what do they call that? An under something, uh, black powder, super neat. I've seen them real back in the old days. I've seen old ones, but I've never seen this reproduction like this. And I've never had it explained to me that the trigger guard did all that. Otherwise, I would have paid attention to them. So you can learn stuff all the time, especially about weird old stuff that is particularly unique. Uh, let's see. Then we had Cape Gunworks. <clears throat> I guess we're getting into the radio shows. So whenever you see this little line, that means that I'm going into another realm. So it's still 2A. However, there's quite a few radio shows that happen each week. And I do my best to listen to the ones that are good, the ones that are focused on 2A and not just hyping up the news or whatever. So Cape Gunworks is one of my favorites. They're uh, out of Massachusetts, and they're a gun shop there that also under hammer. Thank you. That's what they're called. Uh, Gunswater said that one. So um, this is a gun shop that does a radio show, which is no small undertaking. Usually things are a gun shop or a radio show. Think about it. So they're doing both, and uh, they host a segment on a bigger radio show each week also. So Toby's doing a lot, and it's interesting. So this week uh, they had a couple of shows because they're, um, she, he went live with, um, with um, Grace on Tuesday, I believe. Then he went live on his show on Wednesday. They also went live today on Friday, and they're recording shows for the next two weeks because Toby's going to be on vacation, so they've kind of stacked some shows. So they had me on today to chat, and that was pretty fun. Like I say, I got to see behind the scenes of their show, see how it works, the software they use and stuff. It's pretty cool. So uh, if you're interested, I think I was on for a couple minutes during the first segment of the today's show. I don't know when that will air, probably in a couple of weeks. 
but uh, uh, very cool. So I follow that one. Uh, they usually follow news of the day and then they react to calls that come in. It's called rapid fire radio because they started out with that segment on another show where people would call in and then they started doing their own show and it's sort of a call-in show. People call in over, you know, with questions and they try to answer them. Not for the record, like not super fast for some kind of speed drills, but they do answer them, you know, effective, efficiently and then go on to the next call. So it's a pretty fun format and uh, Toby's able to watch the comments that are coming in from the YouTube side because they stream this as they record and that makes it probably the most interactive and fun of the radio shows to listen to. It's also, well, they're all focused on 2A or I wouldn't be listening to them, but Toby's is the most, has the most nuance, has the most like savvy with his focus on 2A. He's not just repeating stuff as much. Um, the other channels though, I wouldn't be paying attention to them if they only just repeated stuff. So just saying Tony's at the, or Toby's at the top of this mix. Then we've got um, Gun Owners Radio, which is the one out of California, and they record their show live Sunday night, and all three of the other shows also go live Sunday night, which is kind of frustrating if you're trying to listen to them because they'll happen concurrently, so you have to turn one down and listen to the other one. It's also a pain in the ass because normally when I'm listening to this stuff that I listen to all week, I'm doing other work, so when I have to listen to those shows, I don't have to. When, when I listen to those shows... I have to flip the volumes back and forth and it makes it really difficult to get anything done. So I pretty much don't get anything done during those shows. However, they're worth listening to. Like I say, they're syndicated radio shows. Radio reaches people in cars, waiting rooms, elevators, places where you don't get to choose what you're listening to. And when stuff is focused on firearms in that environment, it's given more reach than people give credit to. People don't... Um, realize the effort that goes into it and we critique it like if it's uh you know somebody who's sitting around doing one thing each week like this show people might go this show is so highly produced and well done that probably just sits around all week getting ready for it no guess what i do other stuff but some people are doing even more stuff and they do their shows on top of it and when it's a radio show you know it's uh it is what it is so i think there's uh some i think there's um nothing wrong with having a little bit of realness to your show the errors and non-professionalism on the other hand you want to have it be able to be to stand up with other professional shows maybe without every bell and whistle and uh, that's what i think all four of the shows that i follow uh, end up uh, doing without uh, being super cheesy and just pandering to the news of the day they focus on real 2a issues and then uh give them usually more attention than just a 10 minute spot. So the two that I missed this week, cause I don't realize why, but I guess I just didn't uh, catch them cause it happened last Sunday and I didn't put this show together till Friday. Makes it a little difficult to find the stuff I watched earlier in the week, but uh, would be the uh, uh, come and talk it show out of Austin, another gun shop that additionally hosts its own radio show. Great show to listen to this week. Michael Cargill, the host of the show and the owner of the shop, uh, went out and dealt with a person who was trying to stab somebody. So it's crazy. There's like a whole crazy real life adventure happening on the Come and Talk It show. I totally forgot about that. And then the other one would be Eye on the Target Radio. And if I remember right, Eye on the Target Radio this week, was it still on the road? I forget. 
Um, no, I think they were back. I don't remember. I have to remember now. So the other one would be uh, Eye on the Target. So uh, there's a couple of different radio shows out there besides that. One of them is Liberty Watch Radio. And I would be talking about it every single week. I probably should bring it up more often because, one, my friend Charles Heller, who lives like two miles from here, less than that, I could walk over to his house right now. And he's been doing radio forever. He's been doing a show called Liberty Watch Radio here in Tucson for, I think it was 25 years last time I talked to him about it. So it's probably been like closer to 30 years at this point. And he's the guy that got me through his show, listening to his show and working with him professionally on things and collaborating with stuff. He's one of the four people that started the Arizona Citizens Defense League, and he's been their media person. He's maybe one of the still one of the only four original members of the Arizona Citizens Defense League now that I think about it. In fact, I think he is one of the last remaining original members, founding members of the Citizens Defense League. Shit. There's a couple other people that I've, uh, we're going to talk about later on. But anyway, so Charles is a super cool dude. He got me into 2A. I would uh, be just some normal gun loser, being gun, show and tell gun person, if I uh, never had an opportunity to be exposed to Charles. Charles cha challenged me and challenges people. He doesn't just offer it to you. And I appreciate that, well, more than he can imagine, but... That's why I don't just offer stuff out there in bullet points, some kind of easily digested bullshit shake that you can just drink and act like you're eating healthy. No, we're going to offer you some real vegetables. We're going to teach you how to grow and we're going to challenge you to drink healthy shakes in the morning and not sweet milkshakes in the morning. Or maybe I should say drink, eat, drink a uh, healthy, uh, what do they call them nowadays? A um, smoothie instead of some kind of milkshake each morning. So anyway, um, Charles has the Liberty Watch radio show on Sundays. He doesn't go live, though. He won't go online. I mean, he goes live on his radio show, but he won't go online uh, for years. I don't know how many years, three or four years. When YouTube first started from probably 2009 through 2016, maybe. No, maybe not that long. Maybe 15. Uh, I think I ran Charles's show every Sunday. We would go live, especially during gun channels. So if anybody remembers back in the day, not every single Sunday, but if I wasn't at a gun show or traveling or something, I would flip on Charles's show on the radio or listen to it through his stream on his radio on his website. And then we'd broadcast it. Same way we would uh, come and talk it. And those were the two radio shows we'd listen to on Sundays, sort of like where Gary's show is right now. He's the same time frame that uh, Charles Heller's on. Charles's show is four hours long. One, two hours of it is a swap meet. And he's been doing that forever. So it's like kind of like an online swap meet or on the radio swap meet for Tucson. And then one hour is Liberty Watch. Anything with a blade, a nozzle, or a, damn, I forgot what he says. A blade, a muzzle, or a nozzle, I think is how he says it. Because he likes submarines so much. He includes weird submarine guns. And then the last show is America Armed and Free. And that's a show about freedom and liberty. How about that? A one-hour show every week about freedom and liberty in addition to a one-hour show about the Second Amendment and what it protects. Charles Heller is a hell of a dude. So he's going to be on the Polite Society Weekly Bullet tomorrow. I can't even get Charles to be on the Internet, so I don't know how they did it. Probably because Charles has been recording the audio at the Gun Rights Policy Conference since anyone has ever recorded audio at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Then in 2015, when I started telling him, hey, you should record this thing on the Internet also. 
because in 2015 we were there with gun channels rogue recording from the back of the room and uh charles you know he doesn't like doing that so he never did then paul lathrop started doing it in 2017 when i couldn't get out to florida and there you go so that's probably why charles is going to be on paul's show tomorrow that'll be pretty neat um you don't really get to uh chat with charles heller online very often i've had him on a couple of times but not not a, it's a big deal especially on a saturday holy shit that's not not easy um let's see big al's in tulsa makes the best smoothies interesting well i'll have to check that out potentially if we're talking i don't like the fruit smoothies but i have eaten a weird vegan smoothies before because you know there's a lot of weird vegetables and stuff that i'm not going to eat that i'll drink maybe um all right so i don't know what they're talking about so then we'll get back to that was the radio shows next we're getting into the military shows right about an hour or two this wasn't a bad uh week we're getting towards the end of this thing so even though this is a show about what our second amendment protects guess who protects the second amendment that what is it two percent of the country that volunteers to go do stuff they put their life on the line they give themselves they literally can turn themselves over to the government for a while i forget how long you, you know you owe the government you don't know, can't sue them you're basically you give your rights to the government it's kind of scary when you're a little kid, but you get over it and then you just deal with it. But, uh, you know, quite a few people provide the freedom that a lot of people take for granted. And I'm not trying to guilt trip nobody, but, you know, guess what? Somebody has to go down in the sewer and unclog it when it happens. And somebody's got to build the skyscraper and somebody's got to stop you know, evil. So some people do. And listening to those people is one, respectful, two, incredibly interesting and three, super useful for Second Amendment advocacy. So let's dig in. Uh, there's two, three, four, I'm getting into my fifth show that I listen to on the regular. The good news is a couple of them are monthly, a couple of them are less than that, like they barely come out, and then a couple of them are weekly, and that's the best part. So we're gonna talk about my, it's hard to say my favorite. My favorite is probably the Team House, and we'll talk about that one next. So the next favorite, and sometimes my favorite, is Combat Story. Combat Story is the guy who's uh, was a helicopter pilot, and then he went into the CIA, and then he starts interviewing people. So he asks them about their military, well, usually about their combat experience, uh, and then a little bit of adjacent info. It sounds simple, but he does it in an excellent way, uh, excellent interviewer. And the people he chooses to talk to are not only have had interesting lives to talk about, but they represent and inform about areas of our infrastructure that you've never experienced. Trust me, there's like things that I've never heard about, and I paid attention to things. I'm standing next to things occasionally. This is super interesting stuff. Seriously interesting stuff. This week, he talked to Kirsten Murdoch who is a, effectively like a cheerleader valley girl who went into the Air Force attempting to be a pilot, had an eating disorder when she was younger, and because at the time the uh, Air Force was not accepting anybody to be a pilot, they had too many pilots, so they were using anything they could to get rid of somebody, so that eating disorder when she was young was enough to have her kicked out even though she was at the top of her class 
with that frustration, she went into uh, Intel, which is intelligence, and ended up as a young girl cheerleader hanging out with SEAL Team 3 and, Dev, well, what people would call Delta Force, and doing amazing things that dudes couldn't accomplish, like they could not do. And people don't think about what's happening and the real life stuff that's happening. So this, there's no way to even describe how interesting this interview was. And then at the end, it's anti-gun. So that'll piss you off. There's a little thriller at the end or a spoiler for the end. But um, that one was super interesting. Every time I talk to or hear, I guess I'm not talking to them. Every time I hear these uh, ladies that have done stuff that is insane, uh, I have more and more respect for the the ladies that are willing to do this stuff that are I mean, it's, it's not, there's no words for it. They're they're doing stuff. They are, like she'll explain. Like they just come in and go. You want to do something that you don't? I can't tell you what it is until you actually say yes. And then you know people say yes to that kind of stuff and then end up doing some amazing stuff. Although I have seen people say yes to things that they couldn't be told the details on and it didn't turn out well. It turned into a lot of cleaning, but uh, that doesn't always happen. Anyway, the super interesting interview. Uh, just listen to that one today. I think that one's actually from last week. Okay, so I had this one in here last week, but I'm going to put it in here just for reiteration. Last week, they talked to Chris, who was a guy from the Rhodesian Light Infantry, and that's sort of like the fast, um, rapid response force for the Rhodesians back in the olden days. Super interesting if you ever heard of the Rhodesian conflicts and stuff to hear somebody talking about it super interesting this week they talked to the the cia officer who ran afghanistan so if you ever heard of charlie wilson's war this is the guy that ran the cia's afghanistan part during charlie wilson's war holy crap was this a great interview it was only an hour because the hosts of team house are at the devcon um, right now, so they only it only was an hour, but oh man, it was super neat. So this is a guy who was best friends with Charlie Wilson, and if you don't know who Charlie Wilson is, there's a movie, but basically Afghanistan was Soviet Union's Vietnam, and Charlie Wilson made that happen, thanks to the Stingers, thanks to the Mahdi AK-47s, and little quick purchasing through Israel, a bunch of Egyptian AK-47s went to Afghanistan and the Mujahideen shot the shit out of the, the Russians with it, brought some stingers over there, started dropping Heinz, and it's super neat. Super neat to talk, to listen to uh, somebody chat about those days. Super interesting. And uh, a lot of people don't pay attention to the details or pay attention to these kind of conversations, and it's super easy to be uh, to, to brush over things with a broad stroke when there's so much more going on. And you know, this was a kind of, well, some of these you have to delve into, but this one was super interesting to listen to. Then we get into some of our stuff. So before we do, we're going to be talking about the conversation we had with KD here, but I wanted to post a couple of preliminary links for everybody who might be interested in what KD's got to talk about once you listen to our conversation. So I uh, had a conversation with KD back in May about the, his train and learn event. Uh, that was coming up, you know, before the event happened, just the week or two before. Uh, but Kevin was on with Toby like two weeks ago, a week ago, and 
at the last moment of that five minute conversation, KD brought up a project that he's working on. And I pretty much wrote an email to him at that moment. Like as soon as I heard that, I wrote an email and then had to wait for him to get back. He's a trainer, so he's out doing things. So when he got back, which was yesterday, we had a conversation and that lasted for about an hour talking about Greenwood, which is his 40 acre uh, shooting facility and community community outreach, community development uh, center. So uh, super interesting. I took a bunch of notes, been having a busy weekend or week, but uh, do have the notes. Eventually that'll be over on Substack as its own blog because I took notes during the whole conversation. I tried not to interrupt him, just let him talk about it, but super cool. Um, the evolution of gun shows is interesting, in my opinion. It's, it's showing us how the industry and how the community is going to adapt to trends and fads and people's interests, but also, you know, the internet and uh, people's, um, uh, what's the word, like, I guess, uh, the, the locations, the um, facilities' opinion of got firearms. So as the opinion of firearms in the world and then, you know, just the culture goes up and down the people that own these venues who the gun shows depend on to host their, their shows, you know, sometimes that's uh, one of the uh, issues. It's one of the factors that gun show promoters have to deal with. So um, oh, I totally lost where I was going with that. Try to start reading stuff and then that's what happens. So uh, next we'll talk about, well, I guess I was talking about KD, so totally, totally worth listening to this. Uh, I chatted with him for about an hour. I guess I said I took a bunch of notes, and we'll be posting that over on the, uh, um, the uh, Substack. We had another conversation on Monday with Sharon, and... I don't think I'm going to be able to put that on Substack. Like if somebody wants to go at it, feel free to grab the transcript and edit it up. But we went on a lot of, I let Sharon go on a couple of different things. I kind of asked her a question or two and then tried to keep it on the concept of how to be a second amendment advocate coming from the, like the basic level. Like I just want to be a second amendment advocate. How do I get started? What do I do? What are the elements to it? What should I expect? You know, the kind of basics. We chatted for four hours, so we definitely went on some tangents there. Uh, let us know if you're interested in that kind of long format conversation. I would like to do this evening show on a longer format, but not necessarily just going on and on about 2A stuff, like nerd level 10, like we did on Monday. However, it was super fun, and I could totally set aside some time to do that on the regular. So looking forward to some feedback on that one. Um, otherwise, dig in and enjoy it. It's four hours, so if you are a driver, if you're doing shift work or something, and you know you appreciate those long format ones, give me some feedback on it. It's not easy; kind of screwed me up for the week, but I'm more than willing to do it. I think it's worth the effort to uh, to do it. I'm, you know, on when we have something to chat about, I'm not going to do it just to do it. Uh, but uh, like I say, if there's stuff that it can be effective. And it can be useful for people to have that kind of time invested into a full topic or something. I'll bring people on and we'll do them because I think of getting more and more feedback that people are willing. I don't know if they're willing to do it in the middle of the night, but people are willing to come on and have uh, roundtable kind of conversations.
Uh, let's see. Then uh, we went up to Phoenix earlier this month, and on the way back, turned on the camera since I was bored as hell. Turned on the camera and streamed for like two hours coming back through Arizona. So if you've never driven in Arizona between Phoenix and Tucson, I didn't have the camera on the whole time, and I farted around a little bit in there. But uh, you can kind of get an idea what it's like on a nice sunny day in Arizona driving around uh, traffic-wise. This is about three times as much traffic as back in the day. So uh, definitely a little different than when we used to drive around. And then, of course, the roads are a little nicer back in the day. There are a lot more potholes and uh, a lot less blacktop on the roads. But otherwise, pretty much exactly the same as it was back in the day. I guess Phoenix is a little bit bigger and Tucson's a little bit bigger. But a uh, little video of that. We also uh, flew, the, flew the drone around a little bit. At some point, I'll have uh, time to edit those up, and those will be over on the gear side. That's where uh, the driving video is. And then finally, it is gear. It is uh, Free Patch Friday. So uh, thanks to everybody. I think it was actually just uh, one person today that purchased something over at the store. I'm going to go double-check, though, and say thanks to those folks who help us do what we do, stay online and uh, uh, focus on 2A. So... Go back over here real quick and uh i don't know if mark is out there this afternoon or this evening but yeah thanks to uh barb uh, to woods who grabbed something from the store last night so we didn't technically get anybody to buy stuff from the uh, store today but it was uh red dawn week and uh we've got uh this one blanket thing i think i think it's for sports so it's probably like a blanket that uh has a wolverines thing from some sports that says wolverines on it and uh, I'm going random to one person right now. But I do need to talk to Mark about something. Uh, but I guess he's not out here tonight. And then uh, thanks to, to Woods. So with that, uh, we would normally do something for the uh, weekly Free Patch Friday type of thing. We can move on to the Super Chat thing type of thing. So I'm going to go over here and open this oops i guess open this up in a new window oh dang it i got rid of the ninja open this up in a new window and pause this one and then on the saturday on fridays we like to say thanks to the people that have super chatted throughout the month so we're going to uh open that up and eventually figure out what buttons to push you push these buttons all the time and then when come on and then when you have to type and talk at the same time you click every wrong button there we go now i'm clicking on the right buttons plus it's weird opening up your own thing and seeing your other channel live okay so now i go to there and i go to super chats Get over to where see the dates on them. All right, we got two this month, barbecue and Mark. So, so I'm just gonna do a 50-50 split over here. Random. I don't know if either one of them are here tonight, but they you don't have to be here to win. Random.org. And we'll go to two. All right, so Mark. We'll get, uh, well, I'll have to chat with Mark about something else anyway, but uh, 
Mark gets the uh, super chat. Thank you. So thanks again for uh, throwing some cash at us on the uh, YouTube side. Nobody's obligated, of course, but it's always appreciated. Again, it helps us spend time on the, uh, you know, that stuff that the Second Amendment protects. That being said, I think we're at the end of the show. So awesome to everybody who stuck around, stayed awake all night to or up this late to uh, be part of the show. I'm um, looking to see if I'm missing anything. If I am missing anything, uh, there was a bunch of chatting out there, but I don't know if any of it was focused at what we're talking about here. All right. So with that, thanks again for listening to us. If you're listening in the uh, podcast world, next time you go to grab the audio files, feel free to leave us some feedback. It lets us know which audio platforms to post it on. A couple of them are super easy, so it's a no-brainer. A couple of them are a pain in the butt. This one is a pain in the butt, and I won't say which one. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> oh, Barbecue is saying he made an order this week? No. Unless he did it, like, moments ago. Let me go hit refresh. But thanks for that. Appreciate it. Um, he did. So I guess I'll have, well, did I still have the random open? I'll just grab random real quick here. And everybody that placed an order today, or this week, I guess, will get a uh, an extra Wolverine patch. Feel free to let me know which Wolverine patch you're missing, and I'll hook you up since there's only three of you. And additionally, somebody's going to get that Wolverine blanket thing. I got it at the store, so you don't got to worry about it having being full of dog hair or anything. So uh, number one, that's Mark. So... Well, I guess it's Mark on the Super Chats. All right, I'll do it this way. I'll redo this one because I didn't really pay attention to what I'm doing here. So I've got Mark Barbecue and Woods. This time, one is Mark. Two is Woods. And three is Barbecue. There, and now we'll go generate, and it's definitely supposed to be Mark. So thanks again to everybody that purchased at the store. Um, I'm missing the Red Dawn dish soap. I don't think I'm going to get that. Yeah, I don't have one of them. Um, I don't think I have one. But uh, like I say, I messed up, and the store inventory got weird on me, so I have to uh, chat with Mark. Um had some family stuff, did write the questions. Thank you. So he's talking about our uh, Ask Gun questions tomorrow. So uh, if you're interested in listening to some people that have been gun owners their whole lives, one from New Jersey, one from Texas, and one from Arizona, and uh, have us answer your gun questions, then uh, join us tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon, out here on the West Coast. And we... Uh, answer those questions it's usually a lot of fun and it gives a uh, tony and clover and i a chance to hang out a little bit and uh catch up each week uh i'm not trying to spill no beans that i shouldn't be but both of those guys got some interesting projects in the works so it's cool to be able to uh keep up with what they're doing uh oh you're saying he did not write no nah, no worries so uh, thanks again, people, for for staying up late. I know it's not uh, it's not even easy for me sometimes. Today I happen to be drinking coffee the whole time, so I've been able to stay up all night or for the whole show. But um, 
Oh, I don't know what that means. So Amazon, I don't know what that means. So uh, appreciate it though. If you were attempting to purchase something at the store, the, the, uh, what's the word? The um, intention is appreciated. So thank you for that. And I don't mean to guilt anybody who's watching live. I'm just putting that out there for the show that we do have the gear website store and we do have free patch Friday every week. Uh, when we post stuff, we remind people, but uh, any purchases over at the store, you don't have to have any coupons or any kind of codes or anything. Uh, anybody that purchases on Friday or usually all weekend, uh, we're going to throw in some extra free patches. We're working with some other folks out there to get the details down to even offer, be doing some, some even more free patch Friday type of stuff. So with that, uh, I will eventually end it here with a quit saying we're going to end it. And, uh, See you tomorrow or Sunday. We'll be talking about Instagram or back on Monday. We'll be talking with, oh no, snap. I don't have anybody Monday. I almost had three different people this Monday though. And then uh, it didn't work for anybody. Here we go. Thought I was hitting the button. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at gearwebsites.com. Tonight's episode, The Endangered Species. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do, 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 do.